Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Oh! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
Welcome to Super Action Bros, a podcast to talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And uh, can you, you dig, dig it? it? Yeah. Yes. That's, we just destroyed everyone's ears. Hello, oh, everybody. Sorry. Welcome to Super Action Bros. Uh, welcome to the final month of uh, Art House final Action. Uh, episode. Final week. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's been a long, it's been a long month. Uh, but welcome it to has. the final week of Art House Action Month uh, here on Super Action Bros. Uh, we watched The Warriors, 1979's The Warriors. We did. We did. By the way, who are we again? I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Hello, yeah, everybody. Um, so uh, before we get into The Warriors, then we start talking about this cult favorite uh, let's get started on some business. Uh, we, so there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like the things that we do and you want to become involved. Uh, and by involved, we mean as little as saying, hey, you guys rock, or hey, Super Mario Brothers is, is great and or, hey, the you best should adaptation watch this, why. The, this movie. You should watch Super Mario Brothers again and give it another shot, said nobody. So if you want to be that guy, or that girl, that you gal. Say, you don't. You could even say something to us that's not Super Mario. You could say, related. "Hey, man, I think that Indiana Jones Four is best one," and you're wrong. I mean, you 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 could say something that's not obviously incorrect. Well, you, well, art is subjective. That's what Ryan, I'm saying, as you've taught me, um, as we've argued many a time when it comes to music. <laughs> I like how that that argument, by the way, applies to music. But when I said, "What about movies, Ryan?" You're like, "No, that does movies are garbage." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> The <laughs> so Star Wars episode one, The Phantom Menace. Some that's somebody's favorite Star Wars movie out there. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, there are a couple ways you can reach out to us. Like we were saying, way number one is through our website, superactionbros.com. It is a, a Tumblr blog, so you can follow us on Tumblr and get updates uh, on when new shows come out. Uh, and Ryan likes to post gifts from the movies that we watch sometimes. Uh, sometimes, and you can also uh, on that same page uh, do a couple other things. Number one, you can do is a big button that says subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and get new episodes. As they become available right on your mobile device. Boom, right there, in your hand, listening, ready to go. Uh, download a bunch if you're going on a long flight. That's what I did with podcasts, not this podcast, because I don't need to listen to it. I, I lived it. That's true. Like Pee Wee Herman. I don't need to watch it, Dottie. I've lived it. Um, <laughs> that's a good movie. Um, you can also reach out to us via social media. We do have some social media networks we're on, such as Twitter. On Twitter, uh, we're at, at Super Action Bros on Twitter, and we're also individually on Twitter. For me, Ian, it's at... I, I I can't speak today. Wow. For me, Ian, it's at I R I T C H. That's I Rich. Uh, I'm on Twitter too, Ryan Roop, R Y A N R U P P E. You can also email us at superactionbros at gmail.com and follow us on a website called Letterboxd, letterboxd.com. It's a social media site where you can review movies and uh, check out all our old reviews and also request movies if you'd like. Uh, so you can do that all at letterboxd.com. Sorry, I can't talk today. I'm so out of it. Um, okay, <clears throat> energy time. Uh, slap you across the face <laughs> yes the face that's where ryan slapped me not the south face i don't even know what's going on right now anyway <laughs> to quote gabo i'm a bad little boy it's the what simpsons reference me? simpsons um you can also reach out to us via email what is this the opening of four color commentary um <laughs> You can reach out to us at uh, superactionbros at gmail.com. If you like emailing, you can do that. Uh, you can also reach out to us via the Stuff and Things Network site at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Uh, there is a link to all the different shows as well as a, a contact form. You can fill out very easily uh, and get in touch with us and let us know anything you want us to, want us to know, whether yeah. it be good or bad. Good so anyway, bad. Ryan, The Warriors. The Warriors. Uh, this movie is is sort of a cult classic. Uh, it actually wasn't very well received when it came out. No, but... this movie? 
Uh, <laughs> that Ebert wasn't a slam. It, Ebert, Ebert gave it two out of four in 1979. Wow. Uh, but well, he wrote Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. So yeah, what but does he know? He he knows a lot about movies. <laughs> he does. Uh, or he he knew. Um, There's but, a really good documentary about Roger, Ebert, by the way, which makes you respect film his film criticism a little bit more. Oh no, I always have. have I I don't like. I, I'm I'm a big proponent against film criticism in certain ways, even though we do you it. Are? Yeah, because I think that. Saying someone's art is bad or good is kind of rough. Oh, so I, I think that I think as long as you add the words "in my opinion" afterwards, I think you're fine. But I, I think that film criticism is not. I think that if you look at film criticism as just saying if something is bad or good, then you're doing so. It like wrong. if something is blockbuster or lackluster, for example, Ryan. Yeah, that's, we're unraveling the space time of the show, Ryan. Let's keep going before we go too far down the black hole. All right. Well. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes, even then. So the uh, Warriors. I think, the, I think one of the important things that critics do is is put put a movie in context. I think that's help true. You understand it. I think that's true. I think uh, some people are just like <laughs> just just. I think if you out. read if you read reviews to know if a movie is good or not, then yeah, that's not the reason. Uh, like I, I I get it. I get why you would do that because you're you're worried about you know paying for a movie, but it's not. At the anyway. same time, at the same time, I look at a movie review. And I, I think, okay, who's this person who's writing it? And if, they, if they've written reviews in the yeah, past that I trust, most of them will be like, okay, if they don't like it, odds are I probably won't either. Yeah, I mean, just because it is a high rating on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean it's a good movie. Uh, Toy Story would beg to differ on that, but continue. No, <laughs> just, just because that one is accurate doesn't, doesn't prove the rule. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we're talking about The Warriors. The yes. Warriors is, a, is an interesting movie because I feel like in an alternate universe – there are a lot of movies that totally just ripped this movie off. Oh yeah, for sure. But but in real life, it seems like this movie came out and little like little tiny bits of this movie have infiltrated their ways into other movies, but really it seems like this movie influenced the hell out of video games. Yeah. It's funny you mention that because after I was done watching this movie, I was like was there a video game ever made of this movie? There and I was. looked it up and there was. And yeah, it was actually, by recently, the exact people you would think would make a video game like this. Do you know who it was by? The people who make Grand Theft Auto? Yes, Rockstar Games yeah, is exactly sense. the person. But that, that was this. made like within the last right. few years. But to me, I'm like, oh, this is like, yes, video games borrow heavily from this. this but I mean, but I mean, cliches going as far back as like um what's it called river city rumble yeah and and double dragon and mm-hmm. even street fighter and any beat em up ninja game. turtles like they they take All it straight them. out of the yeah. oh, for sure. you know just traveling across the city beating up the bad guys to try to get to the goal and and fight the well, the the bigger bad guy this this, this movie, movie is yeah. very episodic like levels of a video game yeah exactly and that's when people are like it's impossible to do video game movies like no it's not <laughs> and this isn't the only movie we've watched that that has, has that, that video episodic game structure feel. but this is probably the only one the oldest one that we've watched it's true that and, that really, where that, and that where that wasn't like a hey let's structure it like a video game they're yeah. probably just like let's make this movie where guys have to get from point a to point b and then stuff's in their way yeah so um so let's talk about let's talk about some of the people who made this movie yes who made this who uh, so this, this movie was directed by walter hill uh, who is a sort of a well-known Hollywood guy. He wrote Aliens and Alien 3. Uh, he directed and wrote uh, 48 Hours and 48 Hours Later. Uh, he was second unit assistant director on Bullet. Um, oh, really? He produced Alien. Hmm. So he's been involved in in filmmaking and movie making for a long time and, and with a lot of sort of cult stuff has had his hands in it. And 
he is sort of legendary for being uncredited with writing and uncredited with director assistance where like if you look at his act actual list of movies he's directed you get you know the warriors and 48 hours and 48 hours later and brewster's millions and red heat starring arnold schwarzenegger oh and i mean it, it's it's kind of like well none of these movies are great but <laughs> but the the movies that he's had his hands in movies mm-hmm. like the aliens franchise and things like that the alien franchise i should say yeah uh he he's been very influential uh, in terms of that kind of stuff. I enjoy looking at IMDb right now, and the very first user comment is a short history lesson. Did you read this comment? Oh, I, I don't usually. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the very oh first oh the very first paragraph. Oh this boy. flick was in all caps not ever intended to be an accurate portrayal of New York gang life. Yeah. Did someone think this was gonna be an accurate portrayal of New York gang life? I don't know. That, yeah, there's some interesting things. I thought this we'll, movie we'll took place there. in a post-apocalyptic future. So it, because they, all they dressed so goofy, I was very surprised to find out. According to some of the making of this movie, they originally were going to say at the very beginning, sometime in the future. Yeah, because it seems like and that then, would make sense. And then it was 1979. They're like, well, it's too much like Star Wars. Let's just not say that. <laughs> Why? But it was supposed to take place in a vaguely post-apocalyptic oh, okay. future. All right. Yeah, because uh, that's originally. what it was to seem like, and it makes more sense. It was also though. really heavily influenced by, I don't by know about comic you. books. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know about you, but I don't go down the street seeing guys dressed as full-on baseball players with makeup on. Oh, you mean the Baseball Furies, <sighs> which were inspired by one of the production designers' loves of baseball and the rock band Kiss? <laughs> it was of course it was <laughs> those guys are kind of terrifying okay but see here's the thing about this i feel like they had a very limited budget to spend on these they gang costumes. absolutely had a because like they had like all right budget. those guys are going to be but, what else can we do but think can about we do it like a pharaoh group or like an army think soldier about it from guy like group? from like a group of like if you're a group of street kids in 1979, See, that, and that, you're going to have matching outfits, and that's why then they're going to be black t-shirts and purple here's pants. The th- here's the thing: in 1979, that makes sense. That's probably good that they didn't go post-apocalyptic because yeah. if they did, I would have been like, they should have way better. Somebody should outfits. have. Everybody should have robot suits. On. No, not even everybody should have robot suits, but they should have like they should have like a creepy murder clown gang. Yeah, they but should I mean, have like the a, gangs are are less cheesy. But obviously their outfits are more cheesy than like the sharks and the jets. Yeah, it's true. But the problem is a lot of the gangs start blurring together at a certain point because you're like, who are these people? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I remember are the warriors because I don't like wearing T-shirts. Uh-huh. Uh, well, they have the their vests. And they're the, matching vests. The one everybody remembers, the baseball furies. The baseball furies. Because they, they're, they're the wackiest looking ones. Yeah. And then the rogues, which are the ones yeah. that are the bad guys. The bad That's guys. the only three guys that What about the Gramercy Riffs who show up at the end? Eh. All of them in all black. Eh. What about uh? What the orphans? Oh yeah, uh, the orphans. Real tough. Uh, the the Lizzies. Hey, what do you? Be- yeah. The, oh god. Okay, we'll get we'll get to that. Point. Okay, okay. Let's let's talk about the people in this yes, movie. Yes. So who else? Uh, is in so this movie, movie was it, it, it's sort of an experiment in filmmaking in the sense that pretty much the entire cast was unknowns. And they mostly cast kids to play the kids. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the acting in this movie is definitely not like a key element of the movie. Yeah. Uh, in a sense, the the characterization of the characters is not a p- important part of the movie either. No, I've seen it described as as an experiment in, and I can't remember the word. If it's an experiment in formalism and an experiment in like pure storytelling, in the sense that it's 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 just plot and there's nothing complicating it in terms of motivation or or characterization. It's just these guys have to get here. Yeah, that's true. Because 
there's there's barely anything. Yeah. You know, like like we barely even know these dudes' names. Yeah, that's true. But that could be very confusing. It, luckily, it they all, it's, luckily, it's, they all look fairly distinctive enough yeah. to where you're like, okay, I know that guy's not that guy. Yeah. Like one of them I, has a cowboy hat. I know that guy's Dexter's dad. That guy's Dexter's dad, and he's wearing makeup. And he is the only... Uh, the only actor, and then there's the young guy. Anybody re- recognizes oh, this yeah. movie? Well, I feel like I've seen Michael Beck somewhere else, but God, I can't place it. Yeah, I mean, he's in Xanadu. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> what a career he had after this! He was on I'm one sorry, episode of Jag and one episode of Nash Bridges, mm-hmm. and, and an episode, of two episodes of Walker, Walker Texas, Texas Ranger, Ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babylon Five, of Diagnosis, Murder She murder. Wrote. There you go. So yep. he's a working actor. He's, yeah. you know, made some appearances and things. <laughs> appearances. Um, but, but yeah, the best. James the, Remar is James is Remar really is the only guy that you're like, oh, I know that guy. I watched in, Dexter. In pretty much. <coughs> oh, he's in, he's in with Django the exception Unchained. of the chief from Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, the television game. Did you ever watch that show? Yes. So, did you ever, if you ever watched Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, not the, the not the not the animated not, cartoon, not the animated cartoon, but the, the game, the PBS the th- game show, where the theme song comes from. Yeah, that the chief, mm-hmm. she is the DJ. Oh, you only okay. ever see her mouth, but you hear her voice, and the voice is very distinctive. There's some, uh, there's and some... it's funny. My wife turns to me. She's all, is she? From Carmen San Diego, and I'm all yes, yes, she is. Wow, she's all what the heck? I how f- did I know that? I figured at that point you'd turn to your wife and be like, "Wow, how I was did like, you pick that up." I was like, "I love you so much." Right now. <laughs> Perfect. Woman. By the way, Ryan's having a baby. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so he may run out of this podcast. Sorry if that at happens. any moment, and at which time I'll have to explain what happened, and then keep talking about the Warriors for as long as yep. I can alone. Uh, there's also Joel Weiss who plays <laughs> what is essentially the main bad guy. He's in Congo. Uh, yeah. He was on an episode of the like, Bernie Mac show he, as you know man. What, you know what the problem with him is? He's like he looks like the poor man's Sean Penn. He does, which is weird because he was in movies before Sean Penn. Yeah, so you could say that Sean Penn is the poor man's him, but, but I don't think Sean so. Penn is the is the one who's been credited as characters who don't have names like. But this guy, Hitman but that guy has limo driver. But that guy has in this movie has the most memorable line in the whole movie. He does, and it apparently was improvised. I wouldn't doubt it. That's terrifying. And, and that's the other thing that's interesting about this movie is that because only the plot matters, the characterization doesn't matter. Pretty much everything was improvised in terms of in terms of. Really? Except for I think what the DJ said and and maybe most of the speech at the beginning, mm-hmm. but the things that the characters actually said, they were just sort of like, well, you know, as long as it gets to the end of the scene, then it works. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. There's a couple lulls in this movie, like where you're like, all right, all right something's gonna happen. I'm waiting for these gangs to come after them because they seem like they're everywhere. Well, and it's and watching this movie is almost it's almost like a like a like a kid's version of screenwriting or like yeah, a, like a my of. first screenplay sort of i feel like i feel and like and then the and then the boys ran to the train well um, but but in the sense that and like on the tra- if, i and feel then- like if you're if you're learning to write a screenplay or if you're learning to write a plot like yeah. this is a good a, a pretty good very basic example to follow because you have 
all the main characters together in a big scene. It is. And then there we have and then at some point the the characters split off into an A story and a B story. That's true. That and is so true. And so it bounces back and forth in a in a fairly predictable fashion and then they eventually I, line back up. I feel like it doesn't follow the, the screenwriting rule which is th- that I like and the storytelling rule that I like, which is something that believe it or not is going to sound really lowbrow, but I learned it from the creators of South Park. Oh, okay. Which is in there which is uh like the idea that it's therefore or what is it? Therefore, but or but, like, so if you were to, if you're gonna do it in this movie, you could be like, so the warriors stole that girl, and therefore the other gang is gonna go and do something else. But here's what's gonna happen. So the idea that one thing in the plot affects another thing in the plot affects uh-huh. another thing in the plot affects another thing in the plot. Yeah. And once you realize this, you can watch a South Park episode and be like, oh, I see how they're doing this. So they 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 start with their their basic idea, and then they go, so this happens. Instead of going, and then, and then, and then, so this happens, therefore this then happens, but this also happens. So it's like a back and forth as opposed to a this, then this, then this, then this, then this. It's it's not a straight line. It's more of a everything, the kind of world you're playing off of that kind of uh, evolves the story, I guess. Uh, but that being said, <clears throat> does this movie, is this movie bad for not doing that no no but it, it's very episodic very video gamey and the, the second that i got that like latched on to that idea i was totally down with yeah it. i i think i think the other thing is it follows are you familiar with um in terms of plot talking about uh dan dan Harmon's story circle mm, uh, have you heard much about no it? i've not heard about uh, dan Harmon's story circle okay so so dan Harmon is uh he's the creator of community and of rick and morty uh or he's one of the creators of rick and morty yes but um the the the, it's it's basically a, a way to write a, a quick plot that feels satisfying, and so you start with a circle divided into eight sections, uh, and you go clockwise. But it starts with the character is in a zone of comfort. They want something. They enter an unfamiliar situation. They adapt to it. Get what they wanted. They pay a heavy price for it. They return to their familiar situation, having changed. Okay. And and I feel like this movie on a very rudimentary level, and obviously this predates Stan Harmon and this predates the story circle theory. Yeah. But it but it doesn't predate sort of Joseph Campbell's A Hero's Journey, which is what that is somewhat based on. Or and I, and if I you want to use it in a more context everyone else might know, uh The Hobbit. Yeah. But it <laughs> but it does. I mean, in a sense it is. They start in in a in a place of comfort and, and part of the plot is is them getting at the, the very beginning of the movie, them getting all the way across New York to the event. And and that's the them wanting something and entering an unfamiliar situation, and then from there it's it's the hero's journey, getting back to where they started, but now they're different people by the time they get there. Right. Uh, and and so hence the sort of last lingering couple of shots on the beach. But a lot of it is really implied, but really lightly implied. This movie is so sparse when it comes to characterization and stuff like that that. For for you to say that it fulfills that that standard story plot, you have to really make a lot of assumptions and read into a lot of things that aren't that necessarily is true. That there. That's true. Uh, you get kind of a uh, there's there's a you know how isn't in, that part in, of it where like they refuse the call to action? Isn't that part of it? That's that's one that's a a more detailed version of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Which happens in the Hobbit? Yeah, but it, but it does, and it does kind of happen in this one, but it doesn't. Yeah, because they can't. They can't. I mean, the plot of the movie is there's these guys are at this giant all gang meeting in in you know across across New York from Basically, where they live. They live yeah, in Coney this Island. Huge gang leader guy who's like a, a leader of all, like the be- the biggest best gang is like, yeah. hey man, 
He's there's the head of the Gramercy Rifts who shows up at the end. Yes, there's more of us than there are of the police. So we could rule this town. We could rule this town. Can you dig it? And then somebody shoots him, and then they well, say, but, well, it was the and, Warriors. And why that was never clear. Because that guy's a psycho. Well, okay. That's, right. I think that's all there we, we got. There we go. <laughs> Pro- like mystery I said, solved. Like I said, everything in this movie is unexplained or as explained as minimally as possible. Yeah, I just was and like, so then did there's... they not like that guy? Did they like not like that guy? Did they like not like the idea that all the gangs are getting together because he just likes killing people? Maybe he likes chaos. Maybe he doesn't like black people. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a, lot a number of, of things. There's a lot of reasons. Maybe it's all of those things. Maybe it's all of those things. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's saying, why isn't me up there? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I, and I think that that's where, I mean, and, and that's one of the things that this movie does that that a lot of other movies, I don't know necessarily on purpose did is is they leave a lot of room for you to sort of draw your own conclusions and and uh, for lack of a better term, for, write your own fan fiction. Yeah, have your own headcanon about. Yeah, in my imagination, this is this is why this happened, and this is what happened to all these characters afterwards. And that's either depending on how you look at movies, a really good thing to do in a story or a movie, or a really bad thing to do in a story or a movie. Depends on yeah. how you look at it. Well, yeah, and 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 it could be both depending on who's watching the movie. Somebody yes. be like, "Well, this movie was boring because I didn't learn anything about any of the characters, and I didn't care about them." And if you don't care about the characters, yeah, like that's a that's that's significant. Then you yeah. don't care about the movie. Yes, uh, and and. It, it's tough with this one, a lot man. Of people they, make that argument with Fury Road, man. They're yeah, but like, I, I oh, feel they just like go and they come back. I feel like Fury Road has so many more emotional beats that this movie doesn't. Oh, have. I totally agree. But but in a lot of ways, they're very similar movies because it's about sort of getting back home. Yes. Uh, it, obviously, Fury Road is a little more drawn out. Yeah. Uh, and and has more explosions. Yes, and maybe some more themes there. But doesn't does. have a fight scene with people hitting each other with baseball That's bats. That's true. All right, Ryan, we've talked too high art about this movie. I'm now sorry, let's get I'm down sorry. to the nitty-gritty. So well, first right. of all... So did you know that part of the reason this movie didn't do very well in theaters is because theaters stopped showing it because gangs would go to the movie to see the movie and then see other gangs they didn't like and fight. And according people died to, in movie theaters. According to this user comment, that was part number two, that that didn't happen according to, at least when he worked, at, at least this gentleman who worked at this particular movie theater. Okay, so it didn't happen at his particular but movie theater. But it might have happened. But it, it, there are documented cases wow. of it occurring. Um, and, and to the point that the distributor of the movie said, hey, if you want to stop showing this movie, we will. Oh no no! He says it was not, it was not for accused for inciting violence. However, problem was it was a very popular film with gang members who would yeah. show up in force. Two rival gangs would show up at the same theater, and you can figure out the rest yourself. Yeah, One it, it's so question. weird because, like, I, I remember they hired off duty police uh, for security at every theater. That's funny. Wow, I, I remember gangs being a problem when I was a kid in the nineties, but not like this. Not like. Just groups of kids who dress the same, who don't don't like other people when they get in their neighborhood, and it's probably because I grew up in the suburbs and not grew up in an urban environment. But I feel like I feel like gangs now in in 2016 are more concerned with, you know, more traditional organized crime type things. Yes, selling drugs. Yeah, you know, this, this various other levels of vice. You know, then then they are like, hey, what are you doing in my neighborhood? I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> Which is literally, you know, exactly. what these it's gangs do here, yeah. In, the, in this movie, um, the other thing I'm reading here is that apparently it was it was uh, known uh, back at least back in the day, according to this guy, that it was based on a Greek nonfiction tale. Yeah, so Anab- Anabasis or Anabasis. Yeah, yeah. So the the book that the movie is based on uh-huh. uh, takes place in the sort of like late '60s. Uh-huh. Obviously, they updated it for the film. Take place in the late '70s, right? Um, but it's based on like a Greek a, a Greek 
myth, myth, mm-hmm. legend slash history. About a, well, it's according to here. I'm going to read this exactly what this gentleman wrote. I don't know what his username is. I'll give him a shout out. But uh, Panther Mont. Panther Monterey, I guess, is his name. Anyway, uh, it was widely known back in the day The Warriors was based on the ancient Greek nonfiction tale Anabasis, written around 370 BC by the Spartan general Xenophon. Uh, it's also published under the title The Persian Expedition. Uh, in the classic tale, a battalion of 10,000 Spartan mercenaries join uh, the Persian emperor uh, Cyrus for a war in Asia Minor, i.e. Turkey. Uh, Cyrus' army is defeated. The Spartan leaders are captured, and the remaining force must make their way across country, fighting various hostile tribes along the way, experiencing their own internal power struggles until they reach the safety of the sea. That is the story. Yeah. That this, is th- that's sto- beat for beat. This is somebody's review of the movie? No. Did they just cut and paste the IMDb trivia? They might or the have. Wikipedia article? They might have. It's <laughs> good work. Some, some solid action. No, there. he was just ba- clarifying, I think, some things. <laughs> that is review. It's one of those like user comments. Like, okay, I have some things to say about the movie. I'm not going to tell you whether it's good or bad. Yeah. But this is what I think. Um, that's interesting, though, that, that, that there's some sort of... Could you think that that'll happen one day? I mean, I feel like that's what 300 could have been, but they're like, Frank Miller's like, nah. Oh, I really like Spartans. I really like seeing movies that exist now or exist in a different world, um, but but are in some ways updates to either sort of Greek, you know, yeah. classic Greek and Roman stories or like classic Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Like in the sense that um, The Lion saying. King is Hamlet. Like, I, I like it when movies do that kind of thing. <laughs> you're, you're lucky you thought of The Lion King before I thought of a more, a more obvious example. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've you always... Like Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet? Huh? No, no. The, the whole point is that it's <laughs> oh, not so obvious. Like, right, Baz Luhrmann. That wasn't obvious. They had guns, Ryan. It's called Romeo and Juliet. They, that's because they speak in the original Shakespearean. Doesn't mean... There's a there's a great Tumblr post. We're, I'm a closet Baz Luhrmann fan. <laughs> you're not even a closet Baz Luhrmann fan. We yeah, all know. Uh, there's a great Tumblr <laughs> I think post he makes that goes around movies. that says that they want somebody wants them to uh, to write a story about two rival groups of theater kids at a high school uh-huh. who both want to put on Shakespeare, but one group wants it to be classic Shakespeare and wants, one group wants it to be modern Shakespeare, and then. A person from each one of the group falls in love with the other person. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's funny. Um, (laughs) Nerds, nerds online. Uh, But this movie, so this movie is is like it it does kind of feel like that classic, classic, that classic sort of it does that classic sort of myth. And I think part of it is that we we get you know bare names of characters. One of the characters' name is Ajax. Yeah, and that's such like a like a Peloponnesian war name or something. Uh, it, It it feels. It feels like, and, and it, that by cutting out all of the characterization, they're able to make it sort of legendary. Mm-hmm. And, I get it, yeah. And part of me, uh, I, like I've been racking my brain trying to think of other movies that do that because Star Wars doesn't, and Star Wars is legendary. Lord of the Rings doesn't, and Lord of the Rings story is is somewhat legendary. And I'm trying to eh, think of how much characterization do they really give those dwarves in like The Hobbit? Yeah, I mean, they all have their own little, you know, one of them juggles eggs and, and one of them, you know, sings songs. Can you name or them whatever. all? No. Philly and Killy and Owen and Glowen and Bowen and. and Frank. Dopey <laughs> and Happy and Doc happy and, and Sneezy. Doc and uh, da- Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen yeah. and all of them. Wolverine, Iron Man, <laughs> Cyclops. 
That's all the names of the dwarves. Yeah, and the Green Lantern. He's in there, too. Yeah. All and, right. Uh, and, <laughs> That's and, all the dwarves in the movie. And Frodo. <laughs> and Frodo. He, he gets to hang out, too. Yeah. Uh, and Magneto's there. But but, um, this, but this movie is, is I feel like, a, a really early example of that big, like, it's just a group of a group of dudes doing something. And not, and, and it can, probably draws from can I, the, the Dirty Dozen, yeah. the Magnificent Seven, yeah, yeah. Seven Samurai, Samurai, even. It's kind of, it, it, almost it, kind of gone a, full circle. Yeah. Here. Uh, it, it draws from that sort of major Except cast in seven of characters. Samurai, nobody tried to do and, something and to somebody have, in the park and, and get And you have <laughs> more idea of characterization, even in Seven Samurai, than which here. wasn't even in English. Um, than you do here. Than, than you do here. Um, and let me ask you a question, and I'm probably going to... So is, is Dexter's dad, is James Remar, um, the, the crazy one? He's what? The, he's the crazy samurai? Uh, maybe. I feel like he's like the... the yeah, he's the... No, because he never redeems himself. No, he doesn't. He gets he arrested, gets arrested for, for he's a butthole in the beginning. Gets arrested for being a butthole. Like, one of the other warriors. The one of the other warriors, the one who gets thrown in front of a train. They did that because the director was like sick of his crap, <laughs> and he's like, "You're out of the movie." He didn't even credit him in the credit. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he said later that he like felt bad about it, and so now the credits have his name in it. Oh, okay. But I um I have a question, Ryan. Yeah. All right. Why is this movie regarded so highly? I it's think, not terrible. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. Okay, let me let me do this for our audience. Sure, sure. Was like like when we talked about the Goonies. Everyone was like, "What?" Everyone freaked out. And by yeah. everyone, I mean three people. Um, why is this movie regarded so highly? It's not a bad movie. Uh huh. Um, it, it's just that I was expecting. Like I've heard a lot about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Like like oh man, it's epic and it's awesome. There's so much. I'm like I'm excited and I watched it and I was like, okay, it was bad, but. You know, it wasn't what I was expecting. There's a lot of like walking and talking. Yeah, I feel for like a movie that's about gangs trying to all these gangs trying to murder one gang. There wasn't as much of that as I hoped. Yeah, no, it's true. And maybe I it's feel the time. Like, I feel I like know. part of it is like when you watch it, there there's a part of me who who I, I remember the first time I watched this movie and I was living in a house with a group of guys and I was like, we should all be a gang. <laughs> We should come up with the name. We should get matching matching dumb outfits, <laughs> and we should walk around with with like golf clubs or something stupid. And I was like, that would be great. We would just we should do that. And so and so I feel like I feel like dumb dumb suburban teenagers have seen this movie over the years and are like, oh yeah, that would be awesome. And I and I and if you think about it, the time it came out in 1979, it's not like you could just make a dumb movie and put it on YouTube. Yeah. You know that if a movie came out in the theater, you know there was a certain amount of 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 prestige that came with that, and it's yeah. not like there was five new releases that came out every weekend that no. you could go see at the multiplex. No, it was like this is the movie for the next and, three weeks, and so and even even when and movies then it's gone, and even when movies are on tape and you could rent them, it was still sort of like you know you had the selection that was at your local video store. And that was it. And so, <coughs> and so, even movies that are sort of garbage, and and by our standards now in 2016, are kind of like, well, who cares? Like in 1979, the fact that this existed, somebody was like, well, this is the only movie that doesn't have, <coughs> like, where the main character is not a cop, that is in the action section at my local Hollywood video. <laughs> okay, all you right, know? fair enough. I I have another question too. Where the main characters aren't so aren't old adults, Ryan. We don't need to discuss the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin in this movie is Coney Island. Anyway. Yeah, the MacGuffin uh, <laughs> in the movie is, is getting home. It's getting easy. Getting home, yeah. Anyway, um, the it's like any classic like journey story, like the Odyssey or any yeah. of that stuff. Maybe a little less like f- focus on one person. But um, my other question is, 
why don't any of these guys in this movie use common sense? Because they're dumb teenagers. They're so dumb. They're like, oh, this group of girls who are all dressed the same like a gang are inviting us over to their hideout to make out for free. Like, there's there's no... There's we no, need to come down here more often. Yeah, that's this is great. I'm like, no. that's That young kid's like, you I don't know, like this. I'm know. like, that's me. I'm the guy who... I'm that guy. I'm the guy who's like, we shouldn't be here, guys. This is bad. This is bad trouble. Oh, man, relax. Oh, man, she tried to knife me. Of course she did. They're trying to murder you. Uh, well, I think Think with... Think with the you're the, the I think brain. Sort of a low threshold because they're already sort of dumb enough to like well i guess i'll just join this gang <laughs> i mean if somebody came up to me and was like here's a sweet vest you're a warrior now i'd be like all right cool. but don't you everything i know about gangs <laughs> is is you got to prove yourself in the gang which means at some point everybody in the gang beats the crap out of you yeah it depends on I, we didn't get that information in this movie ryan but i know in no, your we head, don't. in your head <laughs> canon for this movie that's oh, yeah. what had to happen that's true <laughs> all of them had to get jumped in. Do you think the orphans jumped each other? Were they just like girly slapping each other? Like, eh, uh, eh. oh man, don't set that car on fire. What are you talking about? We're the baddest. We're I, the orphans. I have a knife. Okay. We always get invited to all the important meetings. What do you mean there was an important meeting we didn't hear about? We were there. Oh yeah, you guys are you guys are the best. Yeah, you guys are great. You guys are orphans. Yeah. I kind of love that bit. The They're orphan. just sort of what like hardcore. What kind of crappy name is that too? <laughs> oh, and they they look so you know orphanish. We, we wear. Torn green t-shirts and crappy jeans <laughs> for them. Um, this movie would have been majorly improved by. Oh well, I guess it would have just been. This West Side movie Story would have been then. majorly improved by two things. One, yeah, you know, and it's more funny. money in the costume budget. <clears throat> A lot more money in the costume budget. Like, sure, okay, fine. Those dudes are gonna have roller skates on. Make no, them just, all have roller skates just on. Just the one guy. Make them all have roller skates they on. They all had rugby shirts and overalls and dumb hair. Yeah, but everyone That's enough. Was, That's a game Everyone right in there. this movie had dumb hair. I mean, by that extension, we at at work are all a gang because <laughs> we, we all wear, wear tight jeans and black t-shirts and, and black hats, hats and beards and, and zip-up hoodies and beards and glasses. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're I guess Oh we're, man, we're a nerd gang. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the worst kind. Uh, I already have our name, but I don't want to tell people what company we work for. Anyway, um so uh, you already know what it is, it's the most obvious one. Yeah. Um so but like the idea like okay. Here's what I think. Here's I you know what, Ryan? Like, where are we at on this? I'm I'm gonna wrap this podcast up. I never do this. I'm gonna give my final thoughts first. This movie would be great if they remade it. It could be great. Like, now, if you put the right budget and you put more action sequences in it, you don't even have to put it in a post-apocalypse. I mean, you can't put it in this version of New York. Yeah. You can't put it in 19, or whatever, or 19, God, what year is it? 2016 New York. No, you can't. Because, because they're because like, of- we're going through, guys, we're going to go through Times Square. It's going to be scary. And it's like all bright and happy in Disney. And like, like, oh no, maybe that's what's scary about it. Yeah, yeah. But like you could set it either A, a post-apocalyptic uh, oh, future. Oh, this neighborhood's or, gentrified. Or set Watch it Watch out for the cupcakes. Or set it in 1979 again. But my God, give them, okay, all the gangs are far more colorful and distinctive. They don't all have to be, you know, motorcycle murder clowns. I but think like they were- you know, given given the restrictions, given the restrictions they had, yes. The, but but like when I saw those guys with the, ba- I was like, okay, the first gang, what do they call them, the Turnbull, uh, whatever Turnbull ACs, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. They're all skinheads and they yeah, have and they had like that and fine. You're like, they okay, got a bus, okay, a okay bus. but but then the next guy's gonna be better, right? And then they show the baseball guys. You're like, oh man, I can't baseball wait to see, I can't wait to see who's next. And it's like nobody special. Some mm-hmm. guys with some roller skates. One guy roller skates. I'm they sorry. Were, they were jocks, you know. They were. I want to imagine they all had roller skates because that's the only way it would be cool. And then, and then they were like, "Well, this is dumb. Let's take our roller skates off because we can't fight people in roller skates." Well, it doesn't matter.
matter. But okay, here's what you do: you put them in a situation where they're gonna get are gonna get in a roller skate fight. So you're saying the the wackiness of the gangs needs to escalate each time. We live in a pro- so so we yes. should have ended with the baseball furies. Is no, what no, no. Saying. What I'm saying is we should have ended with no. We should have ended with the guys that we ended with because they're the ultimate big bads. But we need to really build up that they hate the warriors. They they hate the warriors. Now I know in this what they do. They're like uh, first gang. This guy saw me do it, so the warriors did it. That's I'm covering my own my own butt here. Yep. Warriors did it. But like the idea that like they did it and they also hate the Warriors would be great. Like that, like the, all you need is one scene of them like bumping into each other and be like, hey man, like, like we don't like what, you guys. Whatever. Yeah. And then then when some one of them sees him shoot the 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 what was the leader, leader guy's name? I don't remember. Cy, Cy, Cyrus. Cyrus, yeah. So is yeah. it Cyrus? Yeah, sure. It's pretty close to what's in the story here. Yeah. Um, like when they see that, they're like, Oh, our worst enemies did it. That that was the guy. I saw him do it. We hate them anyway. Like that idea, and like, yeah, they can still fight them at the end, but it's got to be a more epic fight than like, I'm going to shoot you. No, you're not. I'm going to stab you in the arm. We're done. See ya. Like, I feel like nowadays in this day and age, if they did this, oh man, there could be some awesome fights in this. <laughs> and they could build action sequences around it. Like, like think of it, like, in a, you know what it is? This movie is great for one reason. It inspired probably a lot of beat em up video games. Uh-huh. But now it's time for those beat em up video games to give back to this movie that <laughs> made it and make another one make um you don't i mean you can literally just make dude, make a sequel who cares get the oh what are these guys doing they got nothing going on make it a bunch of old guy gangs running around or maybe like they're the scene maybe like they're the heads of the old warriors and there's like new warriors or something well uh apparently tony tony Hollywood. Scott was working on <laughs> a remake a remake before he uh, uh his life ended oh boy uh but uh, but other it, it, it's still it's, a thing it's this, still a thing that's that's this movie is begging occurred. to be remade ryan yeah. B- back me up on this i'm not oh, wrong no no I, I you're not wrong i think that the movie is if, if is, rollerball could get remade ryan yeah but that was terrible yes but i'm saying like we give this the the just desserts that it, make sure everyone gets their just desserts yeah i i feel like this movie the way it exists right now is really interesting because of how strange it is. It's yeah. it's part of what intrigues it intrigues me about this movie is just like the things that aren't there but the movie still holds up. Yeah. It's like it's a, it's almost like an experiment in minimalism. It's like how little can we do and still get the story across. And they did. I'm not arguing the story didn't get across. I yeah. enjoyed the movie. I had fun watching it. I, I was more shaking my head like, what are all these guys? Why aren't they thinking with their heads? Yeah. Well, they're, they're making, they're teenage boys. They're making teenage boy type choices. Yeah. Their I'm brains like, aren't fully formed. Yeah, you can Blood, tell. Blood's going to other parts of their body. You can tell. Uh, so, <laughs> but, I, yeah. Even I mean, the leader, remake, I was like, dude, this guy's got it. This guy gets it. A remake it. of this movie could be awesome. It could be. It could also be garbage. It could also be garbage. Get the right people saying. to do it. Get yeah. people who like this movie and want to respect it. Even make a sequel. I mean, if they could make Tron that many years later, and yeah, it's I know true. we had our talk about Tron Legacy. Sigh. But it wasn't. It was no like rollerball. So no, <laughs> we'll true. keep bringing up rollerball. Maybe we should just watch. There's no death ball. race. No, it's no death race. Um, but is it a is it a great movie? No. But is it a is it a terrible movie? Like I'd say, never see it. No, definitely see it. I it, think it's, it's worth. It's a seeing. cult movie. It's one of those ones. This is a fun movie to get together with your guy friends who are like, you know what, guys, we've never been in a fight in our lives. Maybe we got in one fight in high school, but we should start a game. <laughs> yeah. And we're then, almost thirty. And then years watch o- Fight Club together. <laughs> we're over. We're almost thirty Don't years. We're almost thirty years old. It doesn't matter, man. We can still be a game. No, we can't. We, we can't be the even be Batman. Anymore. We could be the thirty somethings. We can't even be Batman. What do you mean we? Speak for yourself. I'm 27. I have All two. Right. I have two more years of being Batman. I gave up. 
Yeah. I can't be Spider-Man anymore. Though. That's, I that's won't be Batman be ever. That's okay. Uh, so, you know, what would you say your rating in this movie is? Well, first of all, you watched it with your wife. Did she I stay did all the way through? I did watch it with my wife. She she's seen it before with okay. me. So she, she um, and But yeah, we both stayed awake the okay. whole time. She 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 sort of was making fun of the movie as we were watching of it. Of course she did. She was like, why is she even going with them? Because she's bored. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a big part of the motivation for a lot of the people in this movie is because they're There's like nothing better. To what do. else am I gonna do? Yeah, it's not like I can. It's not like I can check on my cats on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not like, like I can open up Neko Atsumi and spend hours micromanaging the lives of cats on my telephone. You know, it's it's not like I can play Pocket Mortys. Yeah, a co- <laughs> never mind. Anyway, uh, but what do I give this movie? Um, you know, I'm gonna give it. Oh gosh, so hard. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it probably like a, it's not a, it's not like a C to me. I mean, it's a, it's a six, probably a solid six okay. for me to be honest. That's fair. Six, six um, gosh, six. <laughs> oh, oh God, this is tough. This is always a tough decision. I know. Six. I'm trying to think of something indicative of me. Oh, I, <laughs> I know. Six girls were saying, yeah, let's go make out, but then try to murder you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> go ahead. That Ryan. Seems fair. What do you give this? Uh, I, I think. Man, I I remember watching this movie when I was in college, and I just was, I I I had been watching a lot of really arty movies and and really talky movies. I was really into Wes Anderson and stuff at the time. Uh, I still like his movies, but oh, but I, but but this movie is the opposite of that. It is so sparse and so I I don't know. I think it's I think it's good. I, I think I'd like to give it a seven. Okay, um, that's fair. Seven, uh, seven people who've decided yes i will wear overalls on purpose <laughs> so overall ryan blockbuster lackluster uh-huh. blockbuster overall, meaning I yes see, i see what you did there blockbuster meaning yes and lackluster meaning no don't see it what do we say uh, i'd say it's a blockbuster i'd say it's a blockbuster you should see it at least once at least once get together with some cheap beer with and your friends this movie's sure short there, too and i'm sure there's a drinking game online somewhere this movie's on find. netflix yes it is less than an hour and a half long i watched it I enjoyed it. I sat in bed eating or eating a Ritz Bits cracker sandwiches and enjoying it. <laughs> what? What a detail. Guess one. Guess which kind I got. I bet you'll be pleasantly surprised. Cheese. No. Peanut butter. Yeah. All right. I'm that kid. There's only those two. Uh, well, no, no. No, Ryan. There's a pizza flavor now. What? Chewy uh, had him. He said they weren't uh, bad. Sounds disgusting. So, all right. Well, that like is cheese with spices. <laughs> that is the Warriors, and that is our show. That's going to wrap us up for yeah. uh, Art House Action, Action Month. Months, which was really enjoyable. Uh, I think we should do more things like this. I, li- I-, I like the the themed months. And speaking of Me theme too. months, we're going to continue with theme months. Ryan, true. I made a promise to Ryan. He did, and now he's going to forgive on. So, Ryan, I said that we should start this year. One of our resolutions for the show is during the months of our birthdays. We one person has to pick all the movies for the show. They get to have whatever yes. movie they want to watch that we haven't seen already. They can watch. So Ryan, Our February is the up. month of your birth. It's true, and the month of potentially the month of the birth of my child. Yes. Uh, so I have movies chosen. So so Ryan has movie chosen. I do not. I think I might know what one of them is. He yeah. didn't conf- He kind of confirmed it, but it's something he's talking about for a while. But I don't know what these movies are. He's going to surprise me at the it's end of true. each show. So, so the first movie we're going to watch this month, <clears throat> I mean, we just watched a movie that was had very little pr- production design and, and, and was sort of sparse on plot. Oh, so no. I figured, what movie can we watch that has an overabundance of both no. production design and people who are queens of the earth and the bees obey them? Okay, this is different than what I thought it was going to be. Continue. So, so I want to watch Jupiter Ascending. Oh, God, no! 
The movie with uh, made by the directors oh, of The Matrix. Ryan, I've heard nothing but terrible things about this. Why are you doing this to us? I really want to see it. It's bad, Ryan. It's you don't know that? You haven't seen it. Ryan. You haven't seen it. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna I want to see it with my own eyes. Oh, God. I have a, I have a, there's a, there's a, there's a really strange part of my heart that is devoted to movies that really commit to really strange science fiction concepts and, and, and don't always fulfill them. I was first in line. I would have rather had it been the other thing I was dreading. This is worse. For for example, I was first in line to see Avatar uh, when it came out because I was like, this movie's either going to be incredible or really bad. And, and as far as I'm concerned, uh, Jupiter Ascending is the same way, though the the rumor points to really bad. Uh, so we are watching Jupiter Ascending oh, next week. Oh boy! So well, thank you so much for joining us this time. And if you don't want to join us next time, I understand. We'll be but watching. if you, but but you, the listener, don't have to watch the movie. You can just no. listen to us talk about That's it. That's true. So join us next time when we watch Ryan for Ryan's birthday month pick number one. We'll come up with a catchier name next month. Yeah. Maybe something with all R's, like an alliteration. For Ryan's birthday month pick number one, Jupiter Ascending. Join us next time and remember, whether it's blockbuster or a lackluster, we're, we're the Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.